0: Hi there, this is Ronan from Off the Brawl. Just a quick note to tell you that we recorded this week's show before the tragic passing of Maxim Dadashev. Our thoughts, of course, go out to his family, friends, and to all of those closest to him. RIP Mad Max. Hello and welcome to Off The Brawl on Off The Ball, I'm Ronan Mullen, joined as ever by Andy Lee. Andy, how are things? Good, Ronan. Very good. Bill's on holidays this week, so we drafted in the, the best guy to talk about all the heavyweight landscape, our number one guy in the division. Niall Kennedy, thanks for coming in. Thanks so many for asking me this. How's life? Good, good, all good at the moment, thank God. Yeah, and your next fight is set, we'll have to get into that. Yeah,
1: August 17th is
0: coming around soon, so four weeks I think from this week, so please God. Yeah. And uh, Andy you and Nile did a very good piece last year. It would have been one mm-hmm. of the first pieces you probably did without the ball, was it?
2: Yeah, it was my first I think it was one of my first uh video interviews. He was kind the, to me. Went down to and uh, no, now it was very good. It was, it was good Nile's got a great story. Back then he'd he just come off winning a fight while his wife had gone into Labour with his son. She came in prematurely and he went through with the fight and won the fight and the baby was born all healthy and Came back with the belt, New England title.
0: Yeah,
2: so right. that was that was a great story. Wonder.
0: Remember your wife saying she was watching Carnation Street on one oh. phone and, one, and you're fighting the other phone?
2: It's mad, yeah. But she's
1: doing a white collar fight at the moment, Is so she, yeah? she's, she's gone boxing
0: mad at the wow. minute, yeah. Wow. It's
1: crazy, and when the little lad's at home, he's walking and on now. We have a little punch bag for him, but I said to him, you Go on, punch the bag, one, two. And he's punching the bag and he's saying, Mammy mommy, instead of daddy. So. <laughs>
2: That's uh, what he's saying. How is he now?
0: How is he keeping it? Ah,
1: he's flying, yeah. He's thriving. Everything's going well. Thank God. He's two now on the 8th of August. So.
0: Yeah. Flying. Great stuff. It's a brilliant story. I'll put the link in the description for anyone who wants to check out that video. But just on the fight, um, Niall, just over three weeks to go back in yeah. Massachusetts again.
1: Yeah, Springfield. And I've never boxed there, actually. I think it's about two hours from Boston. But... Um, Back in that state, which mm. has been so good to me so far, so um, it's not a defence of either the state championships. It's it hasn't been announced what belt it's for, but it it's believed to be for an international title with one of the ranking bodies. So it's
2: um, it's give ta- us a scoop.
1: It I've been said the, being told the IBF international, but that hasn't been confirmed, mm. and, and as you know things change and stuff like that so i know i was ranked highest with the ibf in america at that stage so i hope it is and i hope it does get sanctioned please god so Vargas is the opponent Andy probably knows a little bit more about him than i do but um, he's, he's, he was a
2: hot prospect enough after the olympics, he went to the olympics semi usually did oh for yeah and he was from cleveland he's from cleveland Ohio which is not far from detroit so he would be in the gym often he would have spotted jonathan banks, from banks quite a bit during my time. I don't think he was ever in the Klitschko camps, but he he was always floating around whenever there'd be heavyweight cruiserweights in the gym, he'd come down and spar them. At one stage, he was a hot prospect, yeah, Mm. Um, but I'm not sure if he really had the dedication to match his talent, and so subsequently, his career has kind of of drifted a bit, but obviously, you'll be a big scout for him. He's a big scout for you, you so you have to be on your game because...
1: I'm preparing for him. At the best I can see, there's very little footage of him, so I'm looking at the best footage I can see and preparing for that. And like Andy says, it's his opportunity to get back in the mix as well. So we're taking him very serious. He's boxed top names like he's boxed Dominic Brazil, he's boxed Andrew Ruiz as his last fight. Like so, he's been in with the top tier of boxing, so I need to I need to show my level. If I well, that's if I belong at that level, I need to show that level now. So.
0: And you mentioned it, um, the support you've got over in that neck of the woods because I remember when you fought at the T D Garden and you were early enough in the car but there was a huge crowd there to support you. It must be cool to have that sort of support on the East Coast.
1: It's deadly uh thirty people from my home came over for (laughs) Fight as well, yeah, so it was good. A lot of people from Gory Boxing Club and Gory and and Wicklow as well, but um in Boston it's gone mad. I've a family, the Johnsons that they're related to an uncle of mine, but they've taken me under their wing and they're bringing 30 and 40 people to each fight like it's unreal it's mad
0: yeah and this fight's going to be on UFC Fight Pass Mm. that's kind of the relationship Murphy's Boxing have with the UFC is it
1: yeah Dana White isn't he's mad into boxing I think and he's trying to branch into it in some way himself but Ken Casey who's the head man of Murphy's Boxing and him are friends so I think that's how we got linked but I only found out this week that it's live on UFC Fight Pass which is great I think to do a seven-hour, a six-day free trial in Ireland, if anyone wants to download it for the fight. So.
0: It's a great time to be in the heavyweight division, Andy, isn't
2: it? Mm. Well, it's obviously, we're coming off the back of a big week, a big heavyweight fight this weekend with Dinny White. But just to go back, you mentioned Andy Ruiz, having sparred Joshua, you went over and sparred Joshua. Did you predict that kind of outcome for the fight? What, what was your thoughts of the fight before it was made, and what are your thoughts since? I thought, I
1: thought Andy would have got through it, but I, I definitely thought... Andy Ruiz was wrong for him. Like he's he's an explosive, fast, small man. And uh Anthony is a big, tall, strong, methodical big man, like, you know, and it just I thought the mix didn't work like it, and it proved to be that way. I didn't I didn't think that um, Anthony Joshua would get bet by Andy Ruiz, but it turned out that he did and I, I think the rematch is a really tough fight but I'm hoping I've spent it. I don't know Andrew and reason is and comes across as a lovely fellow, in fairness to him, but I do know Anthony and he's a, he is a gentleman and I suppose for this side of the water it's great if he does regain the belt and it sorta of makes the division exciting again then well it is it couldn't be any more exciting at the moment, so but yeah, I'm sorta of dodging <laughs> that
2: question really. What about that kind of company, how far away do you think you are from breaking into those guys, breaking in with those, you know? This fight, this fight tells a story, you know, and
1: we spoke a minute ago about this man, but if I am to show that I'm at a level that I deserve to be mixing it with these people, I don't want to be a sparring partner, I don't want to be bravo for sparring, like, I want to be... Look, I want to make MJ and Eve secure a home. I'd love to make a few pounds out of thirty 35 now, and I'd like to finish out on a hide, you and know, all that was we'll to see how far I can go.
0: And there's depth there, Andy, we spoke about it last week, some of the names that are rising as well, like Dubois and even Joe Joyce. Like, so there's plenty of big names there for Niall to get involved
2: with. Huey Fury as well. Yeah. So there's there's, there's plenty there. And even at, even at a certain level, right. David Price is right back in the mix, you know, yeah. <laughs> in a way, you know. Yeah. But, like, you look how quickly Dave Allen rose for the ranks. And, and no disrespect him, but... In terms of boxing skill, mm. you'd be head and shoulders above him. You know, in terms yeah, of boxing yeah. and, and education and, and your amateur career and all of that. He, so it, sh- it shows you the, how quickly you can progress if yeah. you're mood
1: right. You know. And he's good. He was good. He done very. He self-promoted himself very well. And I'm probably poor at that, but he's he got himself out there. He had a nice story and he sold it, and people bought into it. And he, his guts, like his guts got him to where he was, but his guts were his detriment last week,
2: you know, like he didn't I see that even like, a, a, and again, a lot of like Lucas Burnham's fighting Tom Little mm. a winner that would be a good scalp as well for you, wouldn't Jack? it, because even though you're probably, you're better than those guys they, they, they still have names on, in England that, mm. that would, could move you up, you know
1: Please, The whole thing is though, um, England is it's massive at the moment with the ball. Joyce, Garman, even Nathan Gorman, I believe, will come back. Mm. I think there was probably something going on outside. I think he'd only had a child or something yeah. as well. and It definitely wasn't a true reflection of Nathan Garman. I don't believe. But Daniel Dubois looks the real deal too. Like, so. But there are massive fights, but I'm based in America, so even though I'm from here, it would be easier for me to box there. Mm. I'm based out of America, so th- there is that awkward sense to it as well. But obviously... anything can happen, and
0: everything can happen. Yeah, and we mentioned Dave Allen there, and he was on a huge show there at the weekend, headlined by Dillian White, who, after six hundred days plus as number one at the WBC, finally the mandatory challenger after a great fight and a great win over Rivas. What do you think of it, Andy? I
2: thought he, I thought he fought a great fight, and he proved he's, he's ranking. No, he's proved that he's, is world class. Every round was hard, but every round he was slightly the better man. And I was actually going to turn it off. I think one one thing he got robbed, like in round 10 or round 9, just before he got dropped, I was like, this is done, I'm going to go to bed. Round 8 was his best round, and then round 9 he got dropped. And then he got dropped. And then, OK, I'm going to stay and see how this plays out. But to do that with a guy like Rivas, with everything on the line, you mentioned 600 days as number one contender. But he was offered title shots, you know, they just weren't under the right conditions for him. So if he had lost this fight, you know, he just, if he had lost that fight, he would have looked so, so stupid. He would have looked, yeah. it would have been looked like the worst move possible, not accepting those fights when he had chances to fight Joshua, whatever it was, the money wasn't right, whatever, whatever reason. And now he got beat by Rivas, who nobody knew, you know, nobody really knew. Mm. But to go in there and do that to Rivas, who, who, who you could see is clearly an accomplished fighter. I thought oh, yeah. Paulie Malin called the fight perfectly. I really enjoyed the commentary and how Rivas was loaded up at one punch all the time with heavy shots um, and he became predictable and kind of you know f- easy to see easy to read and I thought yeah I thought Dillian White jab jab was very good. His upper body movement was good and his body shots you know were a difference. Mm. And he and he has that kind of fight in him as well that, that I like to see that when he w- did take a couple of shots he just Dug down, you know, sat and he sat down, and got low and, and and swung swung his punches. So I don't know what, like, I don't think you could, I don't think you could have done much more. You
1: know, I think that it was a no. I, I feel that his boxing IQ has definitely improved. Mm-hmm. He's he's a, like he he boxed Revis the weekend mm-hmm. and beat him at boxing. That you know, and, and Revis was an accomplished amateur as well. Beat Andy Ruiz in and the amateurs and was an Olympian, wasn't he? And uh,
2: he's got an excellent job. Yeah. Wide. Wide, yeah, yeah, from like double jab as well. Yeah, from, but you would not don't see a lot. Like it's 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 a Larry Holmes jab. You know, it's yeah. it's long, it's it's loose, but it's also snappy as well. It's not a big stiff ramrod. Throws you know, it from high, throws it
1: low as well off his hip a lot of times um, as well. Excellent jab.
0: And the way he goes to the body off the jab as well, like it's, yeah, he's and a skill set you don't really see in the not, not the
2: as a heavyweight, heavyweight weight, division. Not, not as a heavyweight. So. It's time now. It's time for him to get the shot. How long we've we been saying that every, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> every time he beat somebody, we're saying the same well, thing. Well, this time last year he beat Joseph Parker in another good fight. It's crazy, and, like it's going to be this time next year when he gets the fight because both Wilder and Fury have fights in the. The, the
2: way it is, you can see Joseph Parker getting the shot at the title before he does. But he's going to
0: keep improving, White. Right? So it, he's just, he's better himself I know, to but this
2: point. It's another hard twelve rounds on the on the on the body. I don't know. You know, look, he was he was dropped late there. He was hurt. But late was a concussive dropping? No, it, no, was it wasn't. No, yeah, it was. Yeah. But he was hurt late against Parker, and that was concussive. Yeah, you that know? was it. Yeah, that was. And then. and it's it, it's it's. He needs that title shot. It has to come sooner rather than later because he can't keep rolling dice. And there's been hinting that they'll take an easy fight. David Price has been mentioned. I think David Price is the perfect fight. We'll it also could, be, it
0: could also could be, if Dave yeah, Price comes in confident and full of yeah, belief, he <laughs> actually could be the if, biggest banana guy. If Dillian White wants to stay as a, as a pay-per-view fighter, he can not fight just a tomato cannon in his next fight. So Price, having fought on that card, He's a marketable guy for Sky mm. and off a good good win against Dave Allen. So like, I think it's a perfect fight. And if Price beats White, fair play to him. He gets the shot, and that'd be a great story. And so didn't
2: yeah didn't Dillian White go to distance with Dave Allen? Yeah, but he took him to distance. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, but there's there's a bit he held, of a story. He held his
2: hand to go. Dave Price stopped him. So That's true. Um, there's a bit of a story there. Yeah. What are you saying? Is a stretch? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I just. I think. Looking at, at David Price at the weekend, I know we're on about um, Dillian White at the minute, but the fear behind Dillian White is a massive puncher. David Allen is an, a good puncher, but it's his will to win that has got him into the position. David they they Price boxed very well, very clever, really smart boxing, but still looks gun-shy when that shot's coming, and I just think Dillian White frightens the life of him, mm. to be honest with you.
0: And the, pace, the pacing of the shots you mentioned, Andy, and know, as you said it on commentary, it's interesting. I think you've spoken before about sort of Stuart teaching you to dress up the knockout shots, so like you're so almost pawing with your initial shots and then coming with a big shot, whereas Rivas' jab was the same strength as his yeah.
2: power shots. And it takes your energy. You can only maintain that for, you know, you can't even do it 50% of the round, maybe a minute of the round, and the rest of the time you're kind of regathering, like trying to avoid punches and regain, recharge your strength. He's muscle mass as well, which will tire
1: quicker. He's a very well built man. But well, he's a good fighter. Like he is a good fighter. You have to give it to very him. On paper, mass. if you were to look at the bottom of them,
0: yeah.
1: Joshua yeah. and Ruiz and Dylan White, Rivas. Rivas was a far tougher fight pre. Ruiz, do done to Joshua? let like, you know, if you saw what he done to Brian Jennings, and Brian Jennings is a and
2: look James the, the, the Jones did, the, the Joyce, yeah. yeah.
0: No, and your point about. Um him not taking the Joshua fight and then he had to sit at home like everyone else and watch <laughs> uh, Ruiz do the job with a left hook, which mm. is, he's probably the best left hooker in the division, uh, White, so yeah. it's uh,
2: And he didn't land that same punch on Joshua, you know, it's the one punch that he hurt him
0: with Yeah, And uh, he didn't land it that clean the other night, but it, actually by missing it you saw how much of his body he gets into it, because he was he missing...
2: Was showing his back, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was like
0: doing a full... Trish. Charles Everett, yeah it, the psychology of it as well is something Paulie mentioned, that Rivas, even though he was losing most of the rounds, was still in to win. Whereas you see in other fights where if you lose the first half of the fight you're almost in there just to mm. stay at the distance. Whereas Rivas still... How difficult is that when you're, you feel you're behind on the cards but you're just... I think it's, when you're a puncher and you haven't lost a fight, which he hadn't, I think you always
2: think you had a chance. And obviously he was a different fighter after he dropped wide. You know, and like you said, it wasn't a, it was wasn't a like he set it up. It was just it, yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't like a punch that he set up and that it was a concussive punch. It was kind of like a coffin shot that got him, yeah. you know, to put him down. Uh, and then he put then he did build on that. You know, he got confident but seeing
1: his corner though, his corner were freaking out. Him, so I thought yeah, they were
2: they were giving him heavy pressure, yeah, weren't yeah, they, in yeah. the corner? do I don't yeah. think it was going the way they wanted yeah. or had planned it to go. You know, I think he did have a good job. Both yeah. of them were, were exchanging jabs. Dylan watched was slightly better.
0: No, it was yeah, longer
2: is that well, a little bit longer.
0: It was really high level. Like you could see the difference between that fight and the fights that yeah, went before straight yeah. away. Um, the maturity we mentioned of, of White, like there was two pretty clear instances of it when he hurt Rivas in the second round, and then he jumped in initially and then sort of stepped back because he I remembered thought, yeah. he probably thought what happened to Joshua in the same situation. And then when he got knocked out himself, he just kind of.
1: He didn't his lose time. his cool. He didn't like. He, he I think if you cornered Mark Tibbs, or got a good voice of Mark. Thib- if you see Mark Tibbs just as he hurts, um, Revis, Mark Tibbs freaks out, telling him get back, get back, because he, I think his instinct, obviously all our instincts yeah. is to jump, but his is definitely to jump. And Mark Tibbs sorta of was telling him, look, come back. This isn't over.
2: Let like, you know that was so. Mark Tibbs played a big part in that as well. Mm, and- Mark Tibbs, as a young man, like as a, he's a young coach, yeah. but he has to, you have to signal him out with the job he's done with Indian White, you know. Before that, Billy Joe Saunders, uh, you know. know, she's a good coach, and he's obviously the dad is the Jimmy, yeah. who's the world of experience, trained everybody. So, characters, nice mm. people, that's you know. yeah.
0: So it was a big call from White when he left Jonathan Banks to join up with Tibbs, but like in the sense that he wasn't going to Tibbs yeah. senior, he was. Putting yeah. all his trust in Mark, and it's and, and, and Mark wouldn't have been a
2: you know now he's he's got a name for himself yeah. I think but up to that point, Quite he wouldn't time. have been he wouldn't have been and there would have been other guys that White could have went with but mm. um, other names you know mm. but it shows that it's not that it's a relationship you know what I mean it's not the yeah. name like I don't know we'll talk about event like we'll talk about going to a name like you know we we'll look at Quigley with with Ingala. And we're just just to jump onto that, if if we, like I can't believe that Quigley wasn't prepared for that type of fight with Johnson. I can, like what did they expect? You know what I mean? What did they expect? You got a short guy who's an aggressive fighter, fast and strong. If you rewind it to the M and O it's the very same performance from Johnson. <clears throat> like, what did they what did what did, I don't know, did they not do their homework? And, and we we have, we've bought into it as well. We kind of overlooked him as well, but Jason should have had the tools and the skills to beat that guy. You know, in terms of, we've talked about it, from being a box, you have to have that kind of calm, that kind of demeanor that when you're in close, when someone's up close with you, you don't panic. And when you're in there, you know what to do. You tie him up or you punch with him or, or you hit him with something so he respects you so that he can't walk into range at will. And I, don't, I think it was... I, I I don't know if that was that wasn't the only thing like I don't know if you're, I don't want to slay Jason he's down i have like this is not slating Jason yeah this is, this I, I is, want any. No, this is not, this is not mine, no i so. No, I'm not Jason's a friend of mine too it's not about him but I question like the mix I don't I don't think the fit there is, is putting him in there with that guy without being prepared for it and mentally being prepared for it and also condition wise like it looked tired after two rounds I, Mm. To me, I don't know. Like, and like, I, 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 I've sent Jason a message, and I've, I've been supportive, and I've told him like, I, same thing happened to me against Vera, my 15 fight, exact same fight for him. You know, what I mean that this, this can happen, and it's how you come back from it. And then I'm here You know, what I mean that I will help him in any way I can. But um, it's just, it's a hard, that's a hard, hard lesson to learn, and and such a hard way to learn it. And same. That's what happened to me my first headline fight on national tv against the guy i was supposed to beat the only like the difference between vera, i had vera down i was i was i was beating him and i punched myself out and then he came on strong mm. and he broke my will and then i got stopped in in a in a trade-off where he was hitting me and it's the same with jason and it's the hardest lesson learn because you're on national tv and it's a bit like this is such an important part time in his career that last hurts him so much just like and now, he, now he—it's he, not—it's not the end of the world. He will come back, and he can come back. But now he's going to have to do it the hard way, and it's going to be a test of his character because he won't be getting the calls, he won't be getting the opportunities. He's going to have to f- mm. build himself up again, you know. And
1: we have to put himself back into the position that he's lost now, in. Really.
2: Yeah, and it's much harder to regain it, you know. After that, and I don't know, the people don't like his promoters. They won't be as infused by him. You know that they, they won't. There's That's a lot of confusion over
1: his, his managed in California and
2: Like and I know Macklin come out strongly yeah. against him and I thought the time it was more about his management. Yeah, than and, than and Jason, it wasn't was it wasn't Jason. It. I just and I would like i think everything Macklin said was on point that, you know, um, we've kind of said the same thing here that he's an Irish fighter fighting on the west coast, managing the west coast, never never fought, you know. Mm even spoke about his nickname being El element when he should be the Donegal kid or something, you know, so, yeah, yeah. you know, just to, just to promote him, but
1: I, think I don't disagree, but I just think
2: to the time wrong, and look, and I don't want to jump on that background, I'm not slating Jason, I, I think Jason is, uh, nothing changes, that's what I said to him in, in a message to him, that this doesn't change anything, you're still a world-class fighter, it's just, you just have to come back, and you're gonna have to come back, and the only way to regain, like when you lose a fight like that, and I know more than anybody, if it, all, you, all you're filled with is doubts, you don't know. You question everything about how you trained. You you kind of go through your preparation forensically, thinking about: was this wrong? Was that wrong? What you know? Could I have done this different? Oh, I shouldn't have drank that. Even you know, I should have got more sleep. I should have told that person: look, I'm not taking the call. I'm gonna go. I'm not doing this interview. And it just wrecks your head, and you can't sleep, and you can't like f- every moment of every day. You're just thinking about that. What, what I could? What I wish I could turn back time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, all. And just you're just in a negative, negative place mentally.
1: And for so like, but it, there
2: is a way, there is light, there is a way back. And the thing is, you have to put it in, into perspective and put it into context. And that's what I didn't have when I lost that fight. When I when I was like in Zvere, in my 15th fight, I was this prospect. I was on ESPN. This was my biggest fight on ESPN. I was supposed to be on HBO the next month, and then I lost. And then, like, there was nobody there, even Emmanuel, because Emmanuel was too close to it. He was he was as hurt as I was. There was no one there to come and say, "Andy, this is one fight. Get back in the gym. Don't, don't let this dent your confidence. Don't. This doesn't change anything that you've done before this. Like Jason Creed, the European champion, world silver medalist, no, unbeaten up to this point, was like on his day would beat be Turner Johnson. Yeah. And so just hold that yeah in, in in the forefront of your mind, and start training again, and get and and and. If you did cook corners, if if there was anything, train harder. And if you, even if you didn't, do what you didn't, just do more of it, do it harder. And that's the only way. He's back' the only way he's going to get get back his confidence is getting in there and fighting again. You know, I I lost that fight to Vera. Took that was in February. I fought Willie Gibbs, a better fighter than Vera, beat him in, the, in my next fight in, in the June. But it didn't do nothing. I still had. It took me four or five fights at least before I started to get back that confidence. The thing I was that. I, I was untouchable again, and it wasn't really until I, f- I fought Vera vir- again that it was buried, you know, because I'd always, always had it hanging over me. Hmm. So, like, there is, there is, there is, this is not the end of World for Jason Quigley by no means at all. He's only a young, he's a young fighter, relatively young fighter with not a lot of minds on the clock. Fresh, yeah. Mm.
0: yeah.
2: And he's still, he's still a prospect, and there's, there's, there's still be an appetite for him, and always the comeback
0: is better than, you know, it's better to have the... Setbacks, so to
1: have for comebacks. Yeah,
0: exactly. It seems like an empty thing for me to say that you learn more in defeat than you do in But you do, you do. No, of course. <laughs> that's to happen. You'd um, rather never learn a bit. Yeah, it, yeah, you know. yeah, no, yeah. When you, the psycho- psychological side of it will take a while for him to overcome naturally enough, but technically when he when it all dies down a little bit and he looks back at his performance, are there any things he should hone in on for his next fight, do you think? He was pulling out high against a short fighter. It's, it's, it's
2: sometimes you can get away with it if he's... But, Johnson was stepping to him, stepping to him. If if you if a fighter's not stepping to you, you can punch one, two, whatever it may be, and pull out high if they're shorter than you. But when someone's coming into range and you're pulling out high, they're always looking to get the, the last punch in. And he was getting caught pulling out high, take his head out low when he after his punches, and when he does get up close, be calm. Yeah. Don't uh, p- that's what Don't be I calm. Would have said. Time up and walking forward. He did it at times, but he couldn't. He, he
1: did not get shot. when it got do, very close he mm, didn't get shots off and that yeah. was the other side where Johnson had suited Johnson very
2: very closely. And he's got a, it just seemed like he, he was up, he was a punch boxing up here and Johnson was boxing down here and when you're at lower and in an exchange you always got the advantage. Um, so it was, hard, it was hard, it was a hard and hard night for Justin and, a, and a, a tough tough lesson to learn and he had to learn it in the hardest way. Same same way I had to learn it, but he will be back and he will, he will be better. He will he, there's no doubt about it. Because as I said, you analyze everything, and I've seen that thing. I've seen that that thing a million times. It happened to me, and I, and, and since then I've seen it a million times. Where there's a where a young fighter and you get brought along and you're beating everyone, beating everybody, and, and then you put in a test, and it's not going the way you want it to go. You're okay, you win a few rounds, but then oh, all of a sudden this guy's still here and he's still coming on and he's still throwing punches. Next thing you're trying to what? You're just trying to get the grips with it, and all of a sudden you're getting hurt, you know? And then then, then then, it's the test, and it's, I've seen it. Juan Diaz versus Juan Manuel Marquez. Diaz was the young kid at the time, favorite. And he put it on the Marquez, he put it on, but Marquez the, was just just, just experienced the season, he just kept stuck to his guns, he kept circling, circling, throwing comments, circling, and like, at, once he's survived the first six rounds, he broke, broke the years down. Like, and I've seen it, you'll see it time and again. And we've said it here, there's, like, there's a lot to said for matchmaking. And yeah. it's the it's last start in boxing, you know, that you've got to know what your fighter's capable of. And not, and look, I still think Jason's a better fighter than, than Torino Johnson. It's just that the styles and the matches and the timing just worked in, in Johnson's favour.
0: Mm. It reminded me of uh, David Haye, Kyle Thompson. Like where the young guy against the veteran who just knew where to be at the right times and waited for quickly to get tired, Johnson did, and that's he just took over from round three basically. So it's interesting there's two skills of thought whether you should just park that leave it to one side like Hay did and just leave Johnson to one side and move on, or go back and try and avenge that defeat. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, whether...
2: Yeah, I, I, would, I would get it back. I would get the revenge back, but in three fights, four yeah, fights... I wouldn't be doing it straight yeah. away,
0: Luke Campbell, when he lost to Mendy a couple of years ago, he waited almost three years to take the rematch and beat him conclusively the second time. So Johnson, off the back of that, would probably push for a fight with somebody yeah. meaningful, you know? Because
2: he has an established And name, let him go so. do that. And, we'll, and then... Once he's had those extra miles, he's a bit older. He come back, and Jason will be sh- stronger, a bit older, a bit more mature himself. Because even though Jason, what is he? Is he twenty seven? Twenty seven. Yeah. Physically, he's not. It doesn't seem like he has that. He's not as matured yet. You know, he doesn't seem like to be have that man, that manliness about him yet. Which will happen and Like as a middleweight, he's probably coming into that now. Twenty eight, twenty nine, even twenty nine, thirty. As a middleweight, I think is, is are probably his strongest years. You know. So get, get him back in a year or two, and and I, I think even for Jason himself, he'd want he'd want the rematch. To avenge you.
1: Mm.
0: And while we're on the Irish boxing scene, uh, a win for your stable mate last weekend as well, Niall. Yeah, Craig, Craig O'Brien. O'Brien,
1: yeah. He's flying. Um, the iron. The city centre man here. But yeah, he's flying. He boxed very well. Pascal was delighted with him. I was talking to Pascal about it yesterday, and he'd done everything out. I went to points as well. And, but your man was just a negative Eastern European brought over him, but he boxed very well past Lewis It's so. mm. I
0: saw him this time last year, I saw him in London against Anthony Fowler, and he moved up yeah. to take that fight at short notice. And even though he lost, he gave a really good account for himself. He did, yeah. And the last 12 months, he's he's kicked on. And that, well, Andy Fowler, Andy Fowler was a really
1: good amateur, I, and I, but, but that was a fight that Craig thought, I oh, can beat this fella, Like and he really wanted it, so. When Pastel said, like, when someone wants it that much, you give it to them, let them have it if they want, and he didn't, he probably, he probably made his profit. he definitely raised his profile from it, but he performed well until
0: the knockout all right. But. Yeah, no, it was a good performance, and before we leave that London show from earlier, we should just, uh, we mentioned Price against Allen, but just the last word on that, good corner work from Darren Barker to pull Dave Allen out at the end. Yeah. See,
2: he asked to be pulled out of it. He? Yeah, he's admitted that, and I was just—it's just another interesting point about—he took a little of stick from it because he said some comments about Joshua that Joshua quit, and then the next thing he quits, and he took some stick from it. But I don't know if it's a good—you know—the way fighters, rare fighters, we want to go out on our shield? I think it's—I think it actually was probably one of the smartest things he's ever done in the ring, day Allen. Yeah, That's the kind of first thing I've seen. Because look, there was a fight. Uh, Dad Shev. Dad was taken to hospital as in an induced coma oh. at the weekend. Buddy yeah, he was pulled out, but he wanted to fight on.
0: Buddy McGurt was in the corner.
2: Yeah, and Buddy McGirt pulled him out eventually, but swelling and bleeding on the brain, and they removed some of the skull to uh, and that. So you can trust that nobody is patting that kid on the back because he's in the hospital, he's in coma, and he yeah. went out fighting. He went out on your shield, yeah. So why would? Why would you give Dave Allen stick for for saying, look, I can't see out of one eye, I don't feel the best in this? I mean, with a big, big man and mm-hmm. who can really punch and, he's, and grown in confidence with every second of every round, David David Price was, and I felt like it's a good call. Yeah. It was a really good call, and it should be. Minded I don't know. It should, yeah. I don't know. I think because we all have this kind of, I don't know, predetermined kind of, we go out and I still It's kind of like the unwritten rule that. No, you don't pull yourself out. You know that's that's a coward's that's a coward's way of doing things. And look, you'll fight and you fight and you go out there and no one will stop me. No one, the, re- uh, the referee and the, co- the corner won't stop me, but the referee, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, Dave Allen, has and, did- and it's been said it so many times, but then like, yeah, I don't know. Just is it? We have to kind of change the thinking that, and as well as from the corners, have to be a lot more, lot aware, yeah, vigilant, because of fighters are becoming stronger, faster, more powerful and the human brain hasn't changed in since 200,000 years, <laughs> you know, since we were, since we, we his fight though, because I yeah, think Dave boss. Allen had
1: his plan, and his plan was literally to be in Price's face for the first six rounds, thinking that Price would die a death as he usually does, like not being smart, but it didn't happen because Dave Allen didn't answer anything, do you know what I mean, he never, it's
2: hard when you get, he
1: yeah, but he never tried to counter the jab, he tried to take it. Do you know, he was talking as opposed to countering anything and I am talking like someone that wouldn't mind the fight prices is that what I'm talking about? He I don't think he countered anything and I think after the sixth round, when the seventh and the eighth were the same, I'd say Darren Barker, and you know Darren very well, I'd say Darren probably said to him this needs to change like, do you yeah. know, and then maybe he just said to himself in the night, like, I can't. And thank God he did, because I think he ended up in hospital as well. But everything is good, I believe. Yeah.
0: So I think he's a fractured orbital bone, but he scanned on his brain is fine. So. He, took, he took an awful,
1: awful beating off Tony Oka.
0: Yeah, like that was, I was just going to say, like, all this talk of quitting, like he's been he's totally the opposite. Yeah, like, like he's too brave nearly. Lewis Ortiz, he jumped yeah. in for a couple of grand and took a shellacking off him as well. I was shape and took it
1: and done it. And... So, like what you said, Dylan White carried him to the end nearly. Yeah. But too like, you can't, you can't question the man's bravery. that like, mm-hmm. he's a brave man. Yeah.
0: And just we should let Davy Price revel in his in his win. Um, like you saw by his reaction after the the referee waved it off, he was quite delighted to get the win. And it's probably he's finally delivered in, in one sense on a high profile win on a big stage. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a nice redemption for him. Yeah, he's a Jew, isn't he? Mm. He's like He deserves it, if anything. But he, he deserves it because he boxed well.
2: And that's what he's capable of. He's a boxer, yeah. He's yeah, he boxed very well and he nullified
1: Alan when he was up close. A huge uh, man that used his assets properly for the first
2: time in a long time, I think. Mm-hmm. So, it's just big, rangy. It'll be interesting, like, could he do it now with somebody who's a bit more, like, could he do it with someone who's a bit more fast, a bit more stronger, a bit more savvy? probably not but to get a good win over Dave Allen which is probably right because though you look at his, his, the years as an amateur Olympian <laughs> bronze medalist all the fights he's had he's probably you know mm-hmm. it, it, I, it would, for me it would have been very sad to see somebody like David Price mm-hmm. and that's, that's probably a bit, bit wrong to say but get to lose to to, to uh, David Allen because of the levels of, and the skills and the years they put in um, the
1: bookies had Dave uh, Valentin mm. to six, I think. Though. Yeah, it's very short. And
0: in the other other heavyweight fight, Chisora Spilka Spilka was a marginal favorite in that one, and Chisora proved everyone wrong there as well. He uh, like not a typical Chisora performance. It wasn't a brawl or anything like that. He just went in, did the job. Still so, was, was present, uh,
2: still life in him.
1: You know, I, I I I don't know how Spilka was favorite for that fight. No way in the world. I think that Chisora like is. He's I don't know he's rejuvenating himself nearly like he boxed unbelievably well against Teckem. The first fight against Dylan White, I I thought he won. Yeah. The second fight, he
0: was winning until he got sparked and then. Probably his last performance against Gashi. He was that kind Gashi of a was poor, poor. Yeah. Yeah. He probably thought everyone probably thought he shot his last. Mm, maybe, against yeah. Dylan White, but then like that, then again. He just rises to the occasion.
1: man, man Spilke had one good performance, but which was against Wilder, and that's about four years ago now, isn't it? Which is, in which he still ended up... Yeah. And he ended up getting K- knocked K- out. K- and, and I think a lot of that is down to the fact that Wilder is just this brute, strong, massive, powerful, quick man, but not the most amazing boxing IQ. And Spilke was a southpaw and it was completely wrong for Wilder. Mm. And I think it just took a lot longer for Wilder to... Sorry, now, here I'm going to nail him with this, and when he nailed him, he nailed him to the cross. quite dangerous, it was quite scary, yeah. wasn't it? Was it? Scary. Yeah. But, like, Spilke has had a couple of devastating knockouts. Like, he's, he's. we talk about, like, he, he wants to be looking at himself, he's definitely getting hurt
0: a lot now. And that was another big one the weekend mm-hmm. as well. He's was. still only 30 as well, so he probably, yeah, have a good hard look at things, as you said. And it looks like Joseph Parker against Derek next, which is a, a good matchup by all accounts, I think.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. It'd probably be in America. It's a good matchup for Parker, I think. As much as I like Chisora, I think Parker's a good boxer, a good mobile boxer, and big enough as well to hold Chisora off. What? Do you, how do you see that, Niall? What do, you, do, you disagree, do you agree or disagree? What do you think? I'm a Chisora fan, clearly. I said it, but
1: he... You are right in what you said. Joe Parker can can be a very good boxer and can be clever and fast and quick and he is a powerful man as well. We've seen what he done to do the but sometimes he doesn't start till very late in a fight. Mm. And he's
2: slow and Derek Chisori hits that hard. That He wasn't... Like, even though he beat the Alex Lepai yeah. last time, I didn't think it was that impressive. No, I think it was awkward, though. I think there was a friendship there. I think that fight really, wasn't yeah, I yeah. think they're both Samoan heritage yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. There. And the thing is with it, with Parker, like, he's built, built up that big name in New Zealand and kind of got the title over there, had a great following, but, like, has he really proven his worth in, in big fights yet? He's lost to Joshua, he's lost to Lillian White. Lost, lost to Ruiz. Lost when, to Ruiz, which was, it was his yeah, tight fight. He beat Ruiz. Beat Ruiz but it was tight. He was close was tight. Fury was close. Yeah, like, you could have argued for Fury just that he was just so negative, but you could have saw a way that Huey Fury won the fight. If know. that was in England it could have been a very different score. Yeah. So like he he's got some proven to do. Even though he has this this kind of big name. He still has some he still has to prove like you
1: know. Cesaro would be an unbelievable name on his record.
2: Yeah.
1: As opposed to I I think it's,
2: yeah.
1: I, I would fancy Parker a, even though yeah. Just that he's a bit fresher. Yeah.
0: Mm. It looks like um Joshua Ruiz, although it might change by the time we put this out, that it's going to be in Cardiff, and they're looking at that fight as a chief support, which would make it a, a really good bill. and yeah. uh, I think everyone will be on board with that, and obviously, Dillian White will be in the mix around that time of year, he'll get one more fight maybe, December, January, and then he's all set for the winner of Wilder Fury,
1: hopefully. Chisour is after changing to Dave Caldwell as well, and I thought he boxed very clever the weekend, mm. you know, against the Southpaw, because the Southpaw, and I, I, I thought it would be the same. I thought Derek would always stop him, but I thought it would be let on, but it didn't. Like he boxed, he stayed in the pocket. And he used his jab very well to the body, and he was clever. Like you know, it was a, he set up that shot. Like you know, it was a well not the last shot. The referee sort of aided it as well.
0: I think um, David Haye's made a big difference as well. I think it's sort of he's living with him by all accounts, making him uh, keeping him on the straight and narrow. So. Think but it's a, it's how
2: a, much control would ironically like part. you talk about him walking out of the gym. How much yeah. control are you gonna have over him? It's a well, no, I, if, think I don't think
0: anyone could have foreseen that partnership <laughs> ten years ago.
1: No. No. They had what they were separated by a cage in
2: <laughs> Upton Park, wasn't I it? That, yeah, I remember the whole yeah. racket in, in after the Klitschko fight. Yeah. That's Adam right. got hit with a tripod out of Someone moved. got beat, didn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like. uh, oh the heavyweight division is uh, it's in a better place now, I think. Um so Pacquiao versus Thurman was the other big fight of the weekend and uh like I did think Thurman would win this fight and he landed something. I some think I'm two and all now with predictions from last week. He um Thurman I think it was uh, Al Bernstein put up a clip of some of the right hands that Thurman landed on Pacquiao and Pacquiao just nothing them like kept walking forward I just figured when a big man like that landed on Pacquiao it might turn the tide It It was a huge size difference Yeah,
2: Mm. yeah. A lot of uh, like Pacquiao's greatness has been you know people are calling like online where he ranks in in great fighters and there's no doubt he is a great fighter he is a great fighter but is there a caveat? Like,
0: um, Teddy Atlas put up, uh, he looked more like a Ferrari than a Mustang, but I don't know what gas he's using in the tank. Yeah. So kind of, I think he's kind of hinting at what a lot of people think, but obviously he's never been he's never tested positive for anything.
1: wasn't tested, though.
0: There was no valid for this.
1: Yeah. Um, That's wrong, too. That has to be looked at for all world title fights.
2: Surely the commission, like the New York State, would, would take a test after the fight. Oh, yeah. But it would probably be just a P test, it wouldn't be blood.
0: And no. after after the event as well. Like if you're if you're caught on the night of the fight you deserve uh, whatever you get, but I think VAD is the only way.
2: It's just Even then I don't think it's it's sufficient. I think there's no. I think, <laughs> I think Lance as, as it's so been shown, yeah, is, yeah, so far ahead. Dolphin is so far ahead of anything.
1: Money is ahead of what blood tests or urine tests are want to do when they're random as well, and
0: well, like that oh way. This is the boxing show, so we're going to talk about boxing. But if you, if you, if you look, <laughs> well, no, but yeah. if you look at other sports at top end athletes performing at in their forties, and you're just looking at it like that's mm. not realistic. The, mm.
2: only, the, only, the only thing I could say about boxing is that I've been involved in it my whole life, my whole career, and been in a lot of gyms. Never been approached to, or suggested to me from anybody to take drugs, and never have I heard of anybody within any training camp I've been in. Taking it, taking it, you know. So, I don't, I don't like. That's the only thing I would say. But, you know, we are just watching people fighting, like and going on at like 40 years old and like, like, oh, God, I, just, I don't want to start throwing people around. You know Like, you know, you back, see some of the
0: performances are out there, and you just think, what's going on here? Pacquiao though, like eight like, division champion. It's it's crazy, but like Pernell Whitaker passed away last week. If you look at his performances when he first started to where he ended up, it's a different fighter. Like he adapted his game for the heavier weight classes, whereas Pacquiao is just fighting and the exact same way.
1: Work was busy, so I only saw the first nine rounds, and I didn't see the last three. But you're you're right in what you're saying. It was very clever. Like he's in the pocket. He's mm-hmm. always able to counter. He's always.
0: His the is good, his quick hands. He's got that great combination where he almost finishes it with a jab. He starts off with a jab yeah, yeah, right yeah. hand but then finishes bang, with a straight bang, right hand. Yeah. And like Thurman just never worked that out. And even no, the foot comes from his feet. Yeah. You know, he's always got that little, yeah.
2: little, little bounce, little bounce. He's in and out, in and out, in and and he's always in position to punch. Like it's, he's fond, though, and he's a fun fire.
1: Oh, yeah, never in no bad
0: fight, so. and Thurman, We questioned him last week, Andy, about whether he really wanted it anymore. And I think he proved that he did. Like he hung in there. There was one body shot. I don't know if you saw that one where he was crippled over, almost. Like I don't know how he didn't take a knee because it seemed to take everything out of him. But yeah, and he, he kind of he hung in there, carried himself well after
2: the fight. It seems you know with the interviews and mm. he get Pacquiao the plaudits, And uh, so that was you know he's What's kind his of, name was uh, Mountain no. about him though, wasn't
1: he? Um, oh, Adrian Bronner. Oh yeah. Was saying that. She's (laughs) trying to get a fight, Broner. Broner,
0: yeah. Yeah. It looks like Floyd Mayweather was ringside and the bookies have already put the line on that fight for the Pacquiao-Mayweather 2. Mayweather is the favourite in that fight, so I'm not sure whether it's going to happen for a start or whether Mayweather is still equipped. Would you you want to see it? Do you guys want to see that fight? I think Pacquiao sort of renewed the interest himself by... Like, he's after beating one of the top guys in the division. It's not as if it's a, an old-timers fight. And the, only, the thing about it, as,
2: as we are boxing fans and one fighter here. Fan and fighter. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in boxing's interest to have these big, huge events. Even if the fight doesn't live up to it, or we know it's mm-hmm. past its best, there's obviously an interest that branches out into the broader. Just broader, yeah. broader audience—not just boxing fans. Mayweather hits everywhere in the world. Yeah, I mean, other fighters can get the fight on the card, and it, and it builds boxing's profile. Like now, the first fight was a bit of a stinker, a little bit, just because Mayweather meant it kind of, meant that way. Mm. But who knows? And all the Mayweather maybe slightly slowed down an active Pacquiao, yeah, a cleverer Pacquiao. I'd probably still gone yeah i know but so who knows but i think it's in boxing's interest to have these big 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 events even if you don't even as a, if, even a if, if, as a purist you don't agree with it you might not want to even see it but i think you know there's, there is room for it
0: i think everyone's happy to have those fights while we're still getting the best fighting the best we again, and we are yeah we are, spence yeah. is fighting porter unification and yeah. that's all you can really want uh, short of crawford who again we spoke about the Callum Smith being evicted from the <laughs> Super Middleweight picture. PBC didn't even acknowledge that Terence Crawford existed the other night. So I don't know. It's uh, I think Pacquiao'd be better suited to take Floyd again rather than Errol Spence or Sean Yeah, Ford.
2: it's obviously more money, a chance at revenge, and a better chance of winning.
0: Mm. Mm. And just the last bits of business before we wrap up here. Uh, Lomachenko Campbell is confirmed, and I put up on Twitter, I think it's like, when is the last time a fighter that good fought in Britain? And it's, you think, probably the best ever, Andy? It could be. It could be. Like, like, I said Marvin Hagler in it's 1980. It's going to go Hagler. Like, oh, Ali Schenker. fought here in yeah, the 60s? Yeah, Ali. It's, it's, here, this part of the world.
2: Yeah. Well, he fought in England and he fought in Ireland. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so, it's hard, but, like, in terms of pure boxing, like... Is, is what he does actually pure boxing it's just like he's just on a different level he's just operating it's as like a, style. yeah it's just like, like he's fighting boxing system. yeah yeah and he's you can't hit him so yeah. it's not it's not like classically pure boxing it's just it's it's a unique style that's that you can't you couldn't teach someone to yeah but if someone not someone's gonna beat him like you can't say that but if someone's gonna give him him some questions. It'll be a tall hard punch in southpaw like Luke Campbell whose pedigree is equal in terms yeah. of Olympic champion Olympic champion as well. At the same Olympic. Had a good fight with Linares Linares had a good fight with Lomachenko Even though he eventually stopped him. Mm. Was dropped by him Is that the only time Lomone was been
0: dropped as a pro? Uh, I think so yeah. yeah. So there's, there's There's some comparisons to be made there He's home advantage as well, which is a small factor, but it's still I some. don't think
2: if, I don't think no. that as much as
0: it's not Yusuke against Bellew. It just means he won't have to like when he fought Lenares for example, he had to fly to LA for the last bit of his camp whereas he can stay in McGuigan's gym until fight night basically. It's just down the road, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Is it in the O2? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Hopefully BBC cover that one Andy. Hopefully I get out there. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> is he your number one Lamachenko Nyla? Who's your favourite fighter at the moment?
1: Yeah, Lomachenko, Usyk as well is is something special to look at for a big man. He's a heavyweight now as well, so. but he he's injured, I believe, or something. He pulled over his debut First, fight. Yeah. Takam was he? so yeah. he's yeah he's scheduled soon though.
0: Some tentative one. talk that he'll be on the undercard of the Lomachenko fight, which would be great to have the two of them.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. special now as well. They yeah. both they very similar actually. The box very similar. Yeah, yeah
0: And Groves is confident. He was uh, Shane McGuigan was. Uh, otherwise engaged yesterday, so Groves went to the press conference and he says he reckons Luke can do the job, mm. so you, like he's definitely, he's got more than a puncher's chance in the sense that he's not going in there as like a brawler, he's got yeah, some I think he'd make it interesting for four or five rounds,
2: can he maintain the focus, the concentration, everything he needs to do, you know, to stay calm, to stay focused at the same time, to stay, just to match, can he, can he, can he stay with him for that amount of rounds, so I think for for four rounds certainly it could be interesting.
0: Mm. And before we go, last word for you now. When do you when do you travel? What's the plan for, uh, for travel?
1: The uh, 11th or 12th of August, and we fight the 17th. So you no, know, I'll fly out the Monday and fight the Saturday, I think. And um, that's the plan. Hopefully, it'll be announced this week or next week, whether it's for a title or not. And then it's just to make sure to perform and to make sure to get the win and get up the ranking points. And
0: I don't expect you to give us a prediction or anything. But what kind of fight uh, do you expect it to be? I
1: Look, I'm I'm going off the best of him. Had a conversation with Andy beforehand, which is saying that like he he's he was slick in his day. Do you know what I mean? He was very slick. He's 39 now, though. He knows he's he knows how to fight.
2: Definitely knows the way around. Yeah, around.
1: and he throws a massive overhand right. Now I don't think he's a massive puncher, but that's his go-to punch. And um, so look, I I just I have to I have to look at myself and prepare for where, where, get myself in the best shape I am and I have. I've, uh, the Wexford hurler Conor mcdonald is training me, oh, doing a bit sir. of strength and conditioning with me, and Ivan Lynch and Pascal has me in good shape. I'm I'm nearly on weight already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, look, I will be very 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 fit. So if ten round fight,
2: ten, yeah, and twelve if it's a title, or I would say ten. No, right. it'll be ten for
1: uh, an international title, anyway. So, but um, we I I can do. I I sparred the. Uh, top amateur in the country and another pro in the country last week, done 10 with the two lads and the amateur in first, which Andy not know when you have a really good amateur in. At the start for the first five rounds, it's pressure like, so that spar went really well and that was five weeks out, so I'll be hoping we'll do maybe three more 10 round spars and I just, I hope that I'm in a sort of a shape that whatever he does, his A game, his B game, whatever he wants to do, I'll be
0: ready for it, so. Good stuff. Well thanks a million for coming in. Oh lot of it thanks a million. Thanks Andy as well. Thanks to Tom in the Box and thanks to everyone for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Until then, it's goodbye from us. Off the ball. Find us on Twitter at Off the Ball. News Talk 106 to 108.